welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Tis the season to get glammy. I'm nominated for two 2021 Glam Awards for Best Podcast and Best Writer Blogger, and I need your help to win. This year, both categories are in the People's Choice voting, so the public will determine who wins. All you need to do is go to GlamAwards.net, click the tab for People's Choice, and vote. You might only be allowed to use your email once, so you better tell all your friends, family, enemies, hell, even tell your high school prom date, your favorite bartender, and your gas station attendant, that is if you live in California or New Jersey. Vote now before the voting window closes, and I repeat, tell everyone! And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaternow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. The Italians have chosen chaos. Pure chaos. Nothing makes sense within the walls of this studio, and yet I can't look away. It's the third episode, only one queen has left so far, and these bitches with daddy issues cannot get along during Untucked. Another week, another Enorma Jean screaming match. But I mean, don't we love good television? Here we are with another recap of Drag Race Italia, and back with me is a queen who will be disowned if she ever wears a blonde bob. Scout's honor. Excuse me, I love a nice Bob wig. No, after What's this episode, because they're calling you Bob. No, 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 um, no. After this episode, also, no more Bobs. Uh, very redundant of you to call drag queens bitches with daddy issues. Very redundant. Sure. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe that's why I'm not a uh, drag queen because I don't have daddy issues. But I, I guess know. I do have issues because everyone still calls me daddy. But that's a whole different story. That's like maybe it's just a different type of daddy issues. Yeah, there you go. Uh, how are you, Scout Sonner? How 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 have you been since last we spoke on on the podcast? Oh my lord, Michael! I've been to hell and back since last we spoke. Uh, the morning after we recorded our uh, recap for last week's uh, podcast, I received a lovely uh, email from the DC Health. Uh, link people saying that my test for COVID was positive. Uh oh. So uh, I've been in my bedroom for about a week and a half now um, uh, with COVID. And living, thank living God dream. for vaccinations. I don't know how people without the vaccine survive that because it was not enjoyable. I'm like, we'll get a booster, people. I, uh, yeah, no, like get your vaccines, get boosted, get like, I have two doses of Pfizer in me and it was still, it still like knocked me down for a couple of days there. Was uh, it the Omarion one? No, Omarion, oh my God. <laughs> well, it was easy, easy joke, easy joke. So what are you going to do? Was, after, but... What are you going to do once you're free from COVID? Uh, I'm going to go to the bar. Uh, I'm going to enjoy the existence of other people and my newfound negative COVID status. Uh, probably going to have sex. Yeah, good, good. Great. what kind of sex? Um, gay sex. Fair, fair. With Italians, I'm sure. If only I could find some. Well, listeners, um, I got a programming note. Uh, so if you didn't understand 
how things work in Italy with this show and WoW Presents. I don't know. They dropped a random episode uh, yesterday. Uh, I only found out about it when I got an email that said new episode of Drag Race Italia is uh, now available. It's like, but it's Tuesday. They emailed um, Michael directly. As yes, a, they did. Uh, a, so um, we're just going to talk about episode three. We will come back for episode four. We don't know if episode five is coming out this week. I don't know anything. This is Drag Race Italia. They just go with the flow. They do their own thing. And yeah. Um, wow. I don't what know time. what's happening. Neither do I. I got so many and questions. There has not been a single moment in which I did know what was happening. Yeah. Well, before we dive into hey, the episode. I'm fun. Yeah. I got some drag news of the week. Are you ready? Dun, 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 what is it? First off. Theresa May has released a remix to My Pussy is Like a Peach. It's the uh, Xmas remix featuring the pineapple queen, M- Manila Luzon. Manila. Oh, my goodness. A peach and a pineapple. What a, what a combo. Yeah. Uh, the other news. Talked about it already on the Canada's Drag Race recap. Canada's Drag Race recap. We talked about it, and I said a lot of things. But you can hear those thoughts here. But we're going to hear what Scouts are. Thanks of the Drag Race Season 14 cast reveal. Oh, I'm very excited for this cast. Yeah. Uh, who, how, how, who's representing DC this year? Still no one. Yeah, that's still so absolutely no one. Only one New York queen. I know. Very interesting. Um, yeah. Congrats to Jasmine, though. Um, yeah, she, she gets the glory. Very, she's very entertaining. I've seen her. Uh, buck around a few different rooms in new york and i'm always uh left wishing i could move my body the way she does yeah so congrats to her um very excited for carrie colby yeah she is so gorgeous yeah like so gorgeous you know who is uh, gorgeous out of drag me of course absolutely but on that cast Alyssa hunter oh my so this is like what's it is criminal that they do not put more puerto rican queens on drag race they are entertaining and there's so many gorgeous puerto rican men Alyssa Uh, is fucking hot gorgeous um i can already tell you right now she will be making um the block talk uh 2022 year in review um recap as one of the candidates for um trade of the season oh we know know. but um listeners get ready i will be releasing your nominees um, in a bunch of categories for the block talk uh drag race uh year-end wrap-up um i've compiled lists from the listeners from myself from my panelists i got a list of things on there including like uh favorite look uh, favorite winner favorite meme i almost left one of my favorite ones off because it took place 10 months ago we're going to talk about them all and it's going to be a lot of fun. Do, do you want to share any of your favorites of the year? Um, you know what I think the like peak of Drag Race was in 2021? Drag Race Down Under. No. What the hell? That is that's oh. No. It bing bing bong. Oh, fully. I was like there's not anything I can there's not a specific 2021 drag race memory that i have other than like i was very thrilled for the winners of both drag race and all-stars um while those were like fantastic moments 
like there was not another moment this year since Bing Bang Bong that I was like. I agree. I mean, oh, drag is this is like drag race. Is a, like, as, oh. as an Apple Music user, am I currently playing UK Hun every day, multiple times a day, to make sure that is my number one song of the year? Yes, I am. Not this, like, not this intentional. Like, let me. I think it probably top. would it, be the number one anyway, but um, it's so yeah, it's number sixteen for me. It was in the top ten for a very long time this year. Uh, but so I also have the problem with I didn't realize it, but my I was listening to music on my iMac and my iPhone, and it. I didn't realize it, but for about five months, it just didn't count any of the plays of my music on my oh, Mac. Rude. So 2021's record is just very skewed. All right, well. But UK Hun was definitely on repeat. It was. We will definitely be talking about that on the podcast because it's going to be nominated for Bing at least two, two, two categories. All right, let's dive into this episode. Um, Again, we're going to start with this freaking what is Drag Race introduction with Drag Race Italia spliced in. Then we're getting a title sequence. Then the previously on. Someone's got to advise me why what 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 we're doing here. I don't understand it. There must be like, I don't know. I, I'm assuming like Italian reality TV just has standard conventions that yeah. are just being followed. Uh, absolutely and then when we get to the actual episode we do something very rare on this show we mourn the elimination of a contestant <laughs> finally um ivana's message ivana's message says that they are the first for everything uh we now have a sequence sequence where the queens are all like in shock that ivana is gone what am i missing are we watching the same queen are there different standards in italy when it comes to drag like larish did not expect to win against ivana um like what is this what uh, what happened here i'm just this must be a case of the produced tv version of ivana it must be very different from the ivana that is experienced in real life because i don't know i guess you got to say something for the cameras right like they're there you can't all just be like I guess, yeah. Um, but yeah, they think Ivana was an incredible drag artist, and I'm like, no shit, she went home first, but at least she's the new pork chop. At least she's the new pork chop. So the girls tell Larice that she did a great job and her reveal did save her, and that is gonna be a thing that's not gonna really help her later on. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, foreshadowing but- of it all. Norma is back into her old lady mood and really thought Laquisha would have been in the bottom. Larice, she agrees. Um, we have Farida telling her that they are testing Laquisha to not take anything for granted. Meanwhile, Larice is like, yeah, they did that to me today. They can just see the potential for me to pull it out and win. But then Larice is going to offer some advice. Bust your ass. You're going to see a new Larice tomorrow. Meanwhile, Norma knows that Farida, the queen who better fucking win this season, needs to get messy. So she reminds her that Chiara Fancrini wants her to get messy. And don't worry, Farida will just be perfect. Uh, right. <laughs> I like, so in this situation where like Larisha is, is talking about her experience and everything, she kind of goes from both ends of being like, I didn't think I was going to win that. Oh my goodness. To being like, my job is to win lip syncs. 
Yeah. And I was kind of like, well, hold up, girl. Roll the tape back literally 47 seconds. That was not what you were saying. What's yeah. what's tea? Um, but also, I say that as a criticism, fully knowing that I would say literally everything in Absolutely. that situation. Yeah. And be like, and then as soon as they like turn the cameras off, it'd be like, have fun piecing that together. Yeah. Well, the girls walk into the workroom and enormous velvet gown is sitting right there in on the body form. And I was like, wait, maybe that's a new concept that this show should do. Showcase the winning look each week right in front of the uh, workroom. Also, the dress looks so much better on a body form. Um, also, <laughs> the sh- transition shots they used in that like first, whatever, like after the elimination, but also coming into the workroom and everything. They are not being nice to these men. They are yeah. giving them some rough, rough yeah. shots. And I'm like, oh, why are you? I'm like, they didn't, they didn't ask for, oh. <laughs> There's got to be better shots of them. Yeah, no. Well, back at the tables, Divinity discusses how they just lost a friend in Nirvana. And Larisha's like, well, you can go join her next. Ava hasn't seen Divinity bite into a challenge yet. And Farida is like in shock still that Ivana is gone as like she hasn't really gotten the time to you know enjoy the Larish of it all right now. The Larish. Ivana's elimination is a wake up call that anyone could go home at any time. I was like, okay, that's just a stock quote because no, There's eight of you, seven of you. Of course, anyone can go home at any time. Anorma is applauded for her win, and she keeps saying it's not personal, but some of the looks that she sees are just carnival dresses to her. Say what? I want names. And Lucretia is like, yeah, I made that look. And Enorma's like, it, it, like it, that's what your concept is? And Lucretia's like, I really don't care what you say. And Farida's amazing and she's complimenting me. And like, that's more important than what you have to say, Enorma. That's, this is like, these girls are trying, Lucretia. They are like, they're like pedal to the metal of just like, we're going to fuck with this girl. We're going to say everything. Because they want her book and fee. You would not catch me on the set filming a TV show telling the only bearded girl in the room that she looks like a carnival. You, it could not be me. It would, I, I would never listen, say that. Listen, there are better there, ways to read that, that bitch listen, than saying the I, bearded girl looks like a fucking carnival. There is a like, lot of things that we have to realize that this is um, an Italian show. There's going to be something we're going to have to discuss next week that is so problematic that Spoilers. I can't I, I can't even. We're, we're gonna well, save it for next week because it's gonna open up a massive can of worms. Next week, huh? We're gonna save it for next week because it happens next week. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this this is like the things that are said on here. It seems like it's okay. Like you could call the bearded bitch a um, circus freak it, in America. Not a chance in hell. You would be shunned. I'm okay, even in the situation where I could say it, wouldn't catch me saying it. Yeah. Well, the alarm sounds, and we have a video from Priscilla, and her lips are um, well, I can't call them what they are anymore because Scotty doesn't uh, like when I say it. Oh my gosh, her wig looked so good. Yeah. That wig well, looked incredible. And the and the jewels. She just looked really she, good. she always looks great. So the only thing that Priscilla is here to say is that on this day they will be celebrating Rafiara Cara. Are you familiar with Rafi Arakara? I am now. Uh-huh. 
Um, so for those who don't know, Raffia Ricara was an Italian pop star that was quite popular in Italy and Latin America. She was known for her women's activism and involvement in the LGBTQ rights movement. I don't know who we could compare her with. Um, I don't really know if there's like a one-to-one comparison in America, but she was very much an icon in Italy. Yeah. So the way they all reacted, I was very much like, is this, I'm assuming like, right. So like the two kind of like icon musicals we've gotten are Cher and Madonna, which like, right, I right. feel like here is like, those are the two names that if I Absolutely. was in the workroom and they were like, we're doing this musical, I'd be like, Oh shit. This is like, yeah. Though, like those two specifically so i assumed that i was like oh this must be like italy's share yeah italy's so i want to go behind the scenes a little bit and try to figure this out uh, i don't know how much information you know or are aware of but Raffaella actually died on july 5th 2021 so i'm not sure what the filming timeline was so i do we look i looked this up she died on july 5th and casting opened on july 7th okay interesting because i feel like this was a very jovial celebration as opposed to like a remembrance of Raffaella Cara. Um, yeah, but I think that I feel like that's a very like I, I've, I have like a bunch of notes in my like whole thing about this whole episode, but the, everything is very much kind of just like over the top and joyous. It very much seems gotcha. like that they're going <laughs> that they do. And I, I, I can understand them being like, oh, we mourn in private, but like here we're like celebrating her. Why would we like be sad sure. on tv for this like incredible person you know like i kind well, like, of i think the thing for me as like maybe but it's i also had american to google thing. it <laughs> yeah there, maybe it's just an american thing i was like there was no like in memoriam at the end of the episode like like uh, a picture of her like rest in peace and the, her like we put that on all our fucking shows when like even if a stage crew member on snl dies it's on there like they like announced but they like announced that like the memory or like the episode was dedicated to her right but I they, didn't, was, like, they the never made where? mention that she's dead yeah, that was the thing. It was like I did have to Google it. Um, but that's so that, where I right, was confused. So, but yeah, uh, it was so she died July fifth, casting open July seventh, and they filmed for like all of September. Gotcha. All right. Well, as they await for whoever is going to come out that door, they joke about they want to see La Bamba in a blonde wig, um, in a blonde bob, and I was like, I don't want to, but sure, let's go see what that's going to look like later. Um, oh my goodness. Tommaso in heels and sparkles walks in and he's still hot. Okay. Um, they, that shot opened with him in heels and I literally yelled the word faggot at my screen. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say something and I think it's going to be denied. I don't know why, but I think he, for in my eyes, he kind of resembles your best friend Rigatoni. I think they look alike. See, I told you you're going to deny it. A white Italian men, like... <laughs> I don't know. I can't give you anything else. Both gay, both gay. Like, okay, fair, whatever. Uh, right, both fine. masculine I... presenting while wearing heels. Also, like, I... rude. Not Brigatoni. That's Sam. Right, right. Okay, so the pit crew comes in with these giant boards, and each board has a Raffaella look or show written on it. Then they arrive with an inflatable pool, and in this mini-challenge, they must pull puzzle pieces out from the pool, and it has to go to the look on their board. Whoever completes their board first wins a prize that will be inserted into the episode later. They are making these pit crew members get their money, like earn their money. 
these poor men and they don't have shoes on either all of that mm-hmm. rolling all those wheels all those little did you imagine if it rolled over a foot lawsuit right there mm. well so how are we going to decide who gets which board chaos all out war i still don't even know no, Tommy Boy says go and race to the boards, and we watch a normal, a normal like literally body slam Electra. Uh, and shockingly, we getting... no injuries on set. I thought we were getting another knee injury. I um, oh, she knocked her out. I thought we were getting another knee injury. Yeah, I was like, is it going to be how many would it have been? Four, three, two, three, three, three. at the moment. Um, yeah. Uh, so once again. The challenge starts, and they're going to scramble into this ball pit for their pieces. And what happens next, I don't quite understand. But apparently, they don't get any of them right. Like, some fans, these fags are. So, here's my, my like, comment on this whole mini-challenge situation is, this is the exact same thing as when a, like, host of a drag show is like oh we're gonna play a game and the game isn't something just like a single trivia question or like musical shots right where like it's there's like two or one or two instructions and it's very easy how to play instead they spend like seven minutes explaining all these rules and then the crowd is very confused that's exactly what this mini challenge was yeah the host i was like you tried but you lost now, me a long time Was ago. it one of those things, though, that they couldn't figure out the looks because the, uh, Raphael doesn't have iconic looks? Like, if they, if you just put meat dress for a Lady Gaga challenge like this, you'd know what you're looking for. Yeah, but, like, if you put, like, VMAs, like, if you put the specific event, you know, sure. that it was okay, at, maybe fair. someone would grab, like, the wrong thing. I don't know what it said. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're fair. just dumb. Well, they're so done, they can't figure it out. So Tommy Boy is like, okay, we got to stop. None of you got it right. Let's start again. I um, mean, now it's becoming a group project. It's fucking messy. Right? Finally, like... finally, we get a winner out of Electra and cue the voiceover as she wins jewelry for the Master Lab. Oh, I have a theory. Yes. I have a theory that these yes. mini challenge jewelry prizes are the sets that Priscilla wore in all of the intro videos that would be funny i think they gave they gave her six sets to wear for one for each episode and they said you need six mini challenge prizes too right here you go use the same ones that'd be hilarious well tommy boy says that this was just a teaser to Raffaella week the maxi challenge they will be doing a rusical about Raffaella, and then we get daddy priscilla entering in a yellow suit and god damn it he pulls it off oh my god he looks so good so good also imagine if they were just like yeah this week has nothing to do with Raphael. No, we <laughs> <Right>. just... <laughs> so to help them with their vocals they have stefano magranisi who wrote Raphael's famous songs as well as this mute rusical i was like oh oh we're getting the writer in the room cool that's like a gag i was literally like oh oh that's like okay yeah, and then they're going to like break out into a song that I can only assume is a Raffaella song. They all do this dip back thing that I guess is like her iconic choreo. They broke out into song so many times in this episode. Yeah, I but like, I... So you all know her songs word for word and can chant them in sync, but you don't know what outfits she's ever worn. <laughs> right. Um, but there was one thing I definitely noticed. That is a room full Bulge. of... Bulge. Oh. Baritones. Oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. These these men are singing like men. Well, I, so I also, I feel like as I watch this episode, anytime there's like a group interaction, whatever, where they're just like, oh, blah, 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 and they're just all talking, you can just sense that the group like at large is older than like the average. Oh, fully. Like it's so, it's like still very entertaining and they're still saying things, but there's not like anyone or any like small like contingent of people that are just like, bah! like, yeah. As compared to the rest of it, all of them, they're all just like that. There's no, but you geometric. can also tell, yeah. And there's not like, it's just like there's not one like, it's all, you, I can just very much tell that the whole cast is older. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, those men have some. Deep, deep vocals all right the girls are ready Looking to hit their them. falsettos <laughs> like they are going to be singing in the shower larish isn't a singer but she thinks she can carry a tune farida hasn't sung in years Enorma is worried about dancing with her osteoporosis and also she's still wearing sandals with socks <laughs> is statement. it for her osteoporosis or is it because she's an old lady porque no lost dos exactly um well, the, yeah go ahead i have a question you yeah. as someone who has watched and recap many, many, many episodes of Drag Race. Is does it make more sense before these scenes to be like, oh, I'm a terrible singer, and then go in and be like a great singer, or to just be like, oh yeah, like I'm a great singer, and then have like an embarrassing moment that's like a good TV moment. Oh no, no, no! You never say you're a great singer. You do not want the dodo edit. You have to say, I, I, I can know. carry it too. I just feel like as uh, someone I mean, who okay, feels listen. like a dodo edit might be very easy to give. I mean, uh, fair. Myself. Listen, I mean, we had a very, in my opinion, one of the most iconic uh, examples of that is when um, we I listened to a horror. Fair. Please. No, it's a horror doing um, the first time you listen to it, she's doing the bing, bang, bong. And you're like, what are those her lyrics? What the fuck is this? And then you hear the song. You're like, oh, okay. Now it makes sense. This was brilliant. Um, See yeah, yeah. I feel so. like be like, yeah, I know how to sing. Yeah, auto tune's great. Walk in and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Eve six thousand, never forget. Well, uh, the alarm sounds, and that's never a good sign. Uh, but who do we? What what do we have in store for these girls? Alarm. It's it's literal an alarm. It's aggressive. It is. Well, we're gonna get a live stream with Tiziano Ferro. Uh, who is Tiziano Ferro aside from Scout Sonner's next conquest? Well, <sighs> he is a Grammy Award winning singer and known as the face of Italian pop music. He does have a song called, in English, Raffaella is Mine, which she actually appeared in the music video and has performed live with him. Oh, work. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, this man, you liked him. Why are all, why are Italian men just so fucking gorgeous? He, he was cute. Not what? for me, but he, he can have him. Oh. Yeah, no, uh, literally, I saw him as like, oh, Scout likes him. I want to climb him like a rock wall. Like, yeah. Ugh. So he is a super fan of the show. He so he's just wild, though. Yeah. He's going to be dropping quotes all over the place, but he apparently called production to be involved while he is stuck in LA. And this was the best he could get in to get in the action. I wonder apparently, he's, he's tried. With. I wonder right? why he was in LA. Um, and he's apparently tried to get the show made for two years, and then they finally get it made, and they're like, ha, psych, you're not on it. That, Sad. Uh, to be fair, he's probably making 
way more money writing whatever he's writing in Los Angeles. He, if I if 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 Drag Race was my dream and I had the opportunity, I would say, okay, here's two months out of my schedule. I'll uh, screw the writing. I'm going to do the show. There's always season two. There, that's true. Um, so basically, what he's going to do is he's going to go like one by one and hear their takes on Rafaela. Now again. I don't really know this timeline and why um, you're so jovial. You said it's it, the filming is afterward, but th- there is just no mourning. Yeah. This is all happiness. So I with think divinity, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. I very much think it's like, uh, we're going to mourn in private. We don't need to put that on. So with Divinity, what comes to mind when she hears Rafaela, her Bob? Farida's first memory of Rafaela is being overwhelmed when she saw her. Ava's Rafaela will definitely be Harry. Rafaela didn't think about male or female, gay or straight. She just saw people. And I was like, that's progressive. That's really cool. That We like that. Right? Oh, love that for her. Now, T- Tiziana's going to share a tidbit about Rafaela's take on civil unions. She said that she was born in a small town. Her mother divorced her father at a time when getting a divorce was considered a scandal. She grew up with her mother and grandmother. Two women raised her. Did she come out badly? I mean, that's the quote. That That's the thing that we... It's still... Why can't people get this? Why is it still a problem here, even? Because people suck. But that's the thing. Divorce, you're not allowed to do that. But everyone gets to do it. I hate religion. <laughs> anyway, before Tiziano can ask Laquisha anything, she bursts out that she was that he was one of her first crushes. She wants to do a single with him. This was... Um, I'm all for selling yourself, girl, but you like waste. The bitch knew how to take advantage of the moment. Um, she had a couple more moments after that that she could have like <laughs> been a little more subtle than like jumping right out the gate, like chomping at the bit. Oh my god! And then Tiziano's going to be hi. like, "Yeah, he's like you in the tense." You said, "Am I not your crush anymore?" And she's like, He's like, do I repulse you? And she's like, no, I just fall in love with other people every day and get distracted. And I'm like, yeah, do I? Oh, fuck. I do that too, don't I? Sorry, crushes I have for a week, but I still have the same crush right now. Who doesn't love me back, but it's fine. Uh. It's okay. Okay, so Tiziano um, says, Raffaella was a drag queen. And I'm like, okay, can we elaborate on that? What does that actually mean? But that's all we got there. He said Um, she was, he, he followed it up with like, she was glitzy and glamour and knew to, knew to be Fair. confident in the all moments, blah, blah, blah. You know, the generic. So, Tiziano now tells Enorma that he is very proud of her and knows what has happened on the show. Did he get, like, extreme, like, exclusive streaming privileges of the show before it was cut? Or did they just tell him? But anyway, he says it was important to show awareness, inclusiveness, a sense of belonging, and sharing. He says that living with HIV is one of the most respectful and beautiful things in the world. Now, Here's what I want to ask you. The show told us about Enorma through confessionals. Did she tell the girls or did Siano out her in this moment? I'm sure she told the girls. Why did we not see those conversations? Um, Maybe also it might just be a thing that like she might have worked with all of them before. They might have already all known. You know, that's fair. I mean, listen, some of this Italy battling that be. happens throughout this series with her and the girls, they must know her a little yeah. bit. Yeah, she uh, seems like a pretty big character, as far as yeah. like, so I mean, it might just be like, and she also may very well be like very open about it on social media. And that's fair. 
Tillerish, uh, she's asked what comes to mind with Raffaella, and she says her composure, her elegance, which somewhat resembles the mood of Larish. Oh, and her beautiful clothes that she has tried to recreate. And I was like, oh, the foreshadowing. That's funny. Wait till we see your recreations. <laughs> but they all geek out as both Tiziano and Raffaella will be watching. And okay, I'm now I'm thinking like, okay, is she watching from above? Now, now you're really all confusing me here. Maybe it's the it's the wrong Google Translate. Someone help me out. I don't know. Um, I will say I I kind of tuned out to what that man was saying after he mentioned his husband. Right. I of course you were. Um, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, hey, I've heard your rumor that you like threesome, so maybe he'll <laughs> he'll call you. Rue never. <laughs> Remember Jay Jolie? That bitch. And that bitch with a, with a hair on the runway, just really unfortunate, huh? Yeah. All right. It's choreography time. The girls are going to walk out onto the main, main choreography. stage. I you swear to you, you if this was reference? a porn set, if this was a porn set, I would have said, yep, that checks out. The men, they are like just sitting there with their shirts off. And I'm like, how are they supposed to focus on choreography? It was... A very interesting edit as well. Yeah. Well, Priscilla, every interesting edit. I guess I don't yeah. have to say that every single time. <laughs> Priscilla is there to guide them through the choreo as Attila will be their choreographer. And it's like, oh my God, he's hot. He can all guide me through whatever. Um, again, how are you supposed to listen to him when his jacket is open? All he's doing is exposing his chest. I'm like, ha <laughs> uh. Electra's knees hurt, but dancing with boys, she doesn't care. This is her moment. Electra is all legs and she is feeling fabulous. Larish says now she can sing, dance, and do it all. This is her challenge. Meanwhile, Laquisha is a fucking horn dog of the cast and would rather her put her hands on their shoulders as opposed to their heads, unless she was asked to touch their other heads and then she'd be all over it. Yeah, it was a lot. Uh, Norma moves like she is actually old. She says she thinks she's agile, but nah. She is ready to be carried, but if they hear a crack, stop. She also just hit the ground in the main challenge. (laughs) She sure did. Um, She's lifted like an elevator, plus she's not afraid. But she really is. No, she totally is. Would you be okay being lifted by hunky men? Um, At face value, I'd be like, Oh my goodness! I don't think we did that right. Um, I, can we do it again? To, I'd be fine with it. But on yeah. camera, you'd be like, you'd see me being like, "How do I do this as many times as possible?" Yeah, Abahangar is not a dancer, but a showgirl, and well, that is a word for what we just witnessed with her. As Larish, <laughs> as Larish is working, Priscilla is like, "Remember your scowl last week? I'm seeing it again. Give me a different expression." She asked for a softer expression. Now listen. Some people are just, they just have constant bitch face. Yeah. It's a thing. Uh-huh. I know I do. Give her a break. Now. Yeah, I think I understand why it's easy to focus on when everyone else is so like always like over the top and like, ah, like yeah. fully smiling too much. I'm like, your face has to hurt. Yeah. Now it's time for Farida. And well, I think I'm actually falling in love. She's asked to do like actual dance moves with like French names. And the bitch fucking nails them all. Crown her now. Right now. Put the crown on her head. 
I, I just, I'm, but, I'm a, like, I'm obsessed with her. And finally, we have okay. Divinity, who is Bambi on ice. She is has to ask the girls to not look at her because she is so be- embarrassed. Um, <laughs> so, listeners, you don't know this, but Scout just changed their background to um, Farida, and it's naked Farida. So that's just a thing. Not naked right now. It's not well from my angle. I can't really oh. tell. Thank gosh, I'll wow. post it on my Instagram. Please um, so in a very dramatic setup, we're going to go to our singing lesson, and there is a single spotlight shining this on a microphone. Was so dramatic. I this... was like, this is that could have been the opening shot of like a full movie musical, like a <laughs> yeah. full, like yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. This now is a the, lot. this is where they're gonna be recording their tracks. Why is it so dramatic? I'm like here for it and it's different, but the oh lighting, it was it was very, very like I was like, oh, there's a lot going on right now. This is but sti- produced. But it still reveals that they will be working with Formula One of Italian writers Stefano Magnanassi. Also, why the hell are they all sitting on the floor? Do they not have a budget for chairs? It was very I flash like I had an immediate flashback to camp. Of like when I would have to take campers around to different parts of camp and show them be like, oh, this is like where we eat food and this is where the first aid lodges. An immediate flashback to like Cub Scouts sitting on the ground. Yeah. Like, that was all I could picture. Yeah, I was like, it was this very, is kindergarten. It, it was, was like so a little, little troop leader Priscilla. Yeah. Um, so Stefano shares that he tried to write lyrics that were funny, but also things that were important and about Raffaella. He says that all the stuff he wrote is true. So I guess this is going to be now a tell-all rusical. I so when he said that, I was literally like, I had already googled when, uh, like when she had died and everything like that, and I was like, this man's gonna like spill all our secrets right after she died in a. Drag racers to come down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so before we see each girl sing out, this editing, this has got to be just some queer kid who just got an editing program and is using all of the new features. I do not know why we have slow-mo singing. Like, this is not the beginning of quarantine when you're all making music videos for the first time. What was happening here? It- Probably got like an online certificate that's like based at like a U.S. college. It was the slow mo of La- to them. Yeah, and it was the slow mo of like, Maurice oh doing God, the hand thing. Really I was like, this. it was a mess. It was so dumb, and I was like, this is this show is chaos, and I'm so here for it. So it's, uh, very over the top in quite literally every sense. Absolutely, uh, Enorma is not a dancer, but she is capable of even like singing, even though she can't really get the rhythm. Ava is well. She has conviction, so let's give her that. She is trying. Larish is told to be more in tune, and I'm like, ha, bloop. Divinity has a sound that only a mother could love. The noise coming out of her mouth, she is not the goddess of singing. Not particularly, no. (laughs) Now, Laquisha is called up, but before she can begin, we need to know that why she calls herself La Bamba. She's named after Sylvia La Bamba because she was famous for Stealing credit cards from lovers. That's a serve. I'm here for it. Um, I was like, oh, that's my kind of woman. Also, do we get to hear her sing? 
No, just like uh, before, her commentary is all we get. We don't even get to hear her answer a question. We don't get to see her um, sing. It's all about her stories, and she's a character. I wonder if the person who, like, edited this just, like, did it in one sitting and then, like, kept forgetting what they had shown for other people <laughs> and, like, what they were showing for this person and then just didn't check it again. They're like, yeah, it's yep. Electra is used to singing karaoke probably one bars. probably of the pit crew members. <laughs> probably this is probably uh, yeah. their, their like off off screen job is editing. absolutely um remember the pit crew members on drag race uk3 who are like in rue's sweatshop oh my god I forgot uh, about that. whatever happened to them we never saw them again uh yeah so electra is used to singing karaoke bars after 47 vodkas and well it really does show and farida is going to be given the highest parts give her oxygen now it is time for all of them to huddle around the microphone and sing together. And I was like, oh, are we recording We Are the World? I hated this. We are the world. We are um, the children. I was like, can we have a remix, a redux of um, Can I Get an Amen? Remember that challenge? Iconic. To make a brighter day. So let's start giving. Given? Living? Sure. Given. Remember uh, Sequence Gown? Probably Given. Remember Sequence oh. Gown? We don't get those memes anymore. We don't get anything good like that. No. All right. It's elimination day, and it is time to get ready for Rafiata Cara. Uh, They spend the first time of their time reminiscing about Tiziano, including Laquisha, who is still begging him to sing with her. But then, out of nowhere, it's Chiara Franchini, because we haven't seen her yet, and, well, her outfits continue. She looks so good choosing chaos it was chaos like literally it is a two-piece um, black suit and i kid you not pink giraffe print with the most obnoxious shoulder it's it's very it's very italian like, i was gonna say the nanny everything she wears oh fully like, so you're saying she is stuck in the 90s no it, i think everything she wears looks very fresh but i think it's the exact same style as yeah. what fran drescher did so fran was ahead of her time <laughs> Fran was very timely, as is what's her name? Chiara Franchini. Why can I remember never oh Chiara? I can never remember her name. Yeah. Well, since this is just a tribute to this Italian icon, Chiara is gonna share that Raffaella was a beacon to her, not just for her talent, but as a powerful woman. She taught her to be a woman and how you have to work twice as hard. This walkthrough is happening when most of the girls are like literally gluing their eyebrows down. So the faces yeah. that they have while they're discussing this, um, chaos it's more chaos There's a lot of um a lot of my favorite part of people getting into drag which is brows have been set and covered but nothing <laughs> else has happened yeah so kiara wants to know about the experience so far and what's been overwhelming and Florida says sisterhood despite their fights and misunderstanding there is humanity with the seven of them and they're all there for the same reason Laquisha says she feels privileged to be there, and it's her responsibility to represent the minority of the population. She's here to represent country bumpkins who made it. It was quite, quite the statement to make. I was like, okay, I know this is a cultural difference for us, but country bumpkins are the minority in Italy? I mean, yeah. Name another country bumpkin from Italy. I guess you're right. Laquisa Labamba. Look at that. She's, she's, she's the only she's, one on your list. <laughs> she's being seen. 
All right. Well, m- dramatic music plays as the girls do touch-ups. And I love that they think that applying a face is a touch-up, but producers, you do you. I don't know. Well, on the runway, Priscilla comes out glowing in gold. Like, this bitch, every week, is serving a look that Rue can only dream of. So, this is the first week that I've ever... I still loved it. First, let me put that out there. I loved it. She looked incredible. Like, whoever is styling her, maybe she's doing it herself. I don't know. But whoever's doing it, very, very good at their job. Um, this is the first week that I, I've, like, had a, like... I wish it didn't have that big, like, solid plated, like belted flare peplum thing like i wish it was mm. just the dress because that dress was incredibly made it, it was, was like so, so well made yeah and i just didn't like that big solid gold panel on the panel we have kiara Francini who has <laughs> panel huh yeah um she's not wearing a hat this week but she's got a bob so i guess that's real placement of a hat well, it's on, on, it's on the theme, Michael. I know, I know. It wasn't blonde, though. She just, I mean, she's taking, it's her own spin. She's not on the runway. Fair. fair. There's no one judging um, her for her, her impersonation. You're true. It's true. Tommaso Zorzi is very sparkly, but that hair is, there's too much gel in that hair. He's starting to, um, it, it's looking really gross and messy. Yeah. I still he, want it. He's there. Yeah. Um, and they have two special guests. First is Vladimir Luxuria, uh, who is an activist and TV personality who also happened to be the first transgender person to serve as a member of parliament in a European country. Damn. Props yeah. Re- kind of her. amazing. I'd like- um, yeah. And I'd she like didn't come alone. To- she didn't come yes. alone. She brought her trag, aka her mix of trans and drag dragon queen her good luck charm um what the fuck was that creation this should not be a good luck charm no it's terrifying yeah i mean i have my good luck charm at my station all the time but it's figment from um epcot and i love him it's the same thing look at that how dare you how dare you hold that up closer Oh, wait, you can't. It's not the same the thing. Uh, turn it a little better angle. There we go. And, no, no. And, and got it. <laughs> um, also, we have <laughs> Nick Sirianni, who is an Italian style, style guru known for styling the band Monskin. And now it all makes fucking sense. That's the person. Sense. Who's been styling uh, Monskin? Do you know who Monskin is? No. They they're the Italian uh, rock band that won Eurovision this past year. Uh... Yeah, that guy's the one who's been styling them. No oh. shit. Um, that makeup, I was like, oh, are we going for the Jeffrey Boyer Chapman? The not that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are going to pr- begin with the performance of Raffaello the Rusical and then move into the runway. Are you ready to discuss Raffaello the Rusical? Because I have a oh. very strong take at the end of it. You have a very strong take at the end mm-hmm. of it. Yes, I do. Oh, boy. That is quite the, that is quite the That's transition. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, boy. there is no introduction. There is no setup, nothing. We are diving right in. And to set the tone of the Rusical, oh, my God. 
listeners, Scout's honor just distracted me by putting literally only Farida Khan's um, chest as the background. Um, I would like to talk about uh, Farida Khan instead of Norma Jean, who set the tone of this rusical. Um, Um, Wait, hold up. Very important note from the beginning of this rusical. The uh, are these are these dancers this the pit crew i don't know the same people i do they have shoes which means they can get the pit crew shoes (laughs) it is an active choice to not put shoes on the pit crew in the workroom and i just don't it's so it makes no sense maybe there are a lot of italians with foot fetishes and that's why they Uh, have the pit crew out there they do this on every every drag race this is a franchise wide this is a world of wonder level decision hey hey rupaul rupaul likes a lot of things i'm sure okay um back to the musical um if we were on fashion photo review the trend alert would be terrible synthetic bobs Okay, yes. <clears throat> that was the, that's her trademark. They like I think they I, told give, them, give them to, human hair bobs. These were terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have given them. They should have Oh given my them. god, these were horrible. The one that the one that um uh Larish had on looked radioactive. <laughs> I know. It was so bad. Um, it literally okay. looked like it was giving her like <laughs> a a sixth sense. Yeah. Okay. So Enorma was greatly helped by Autotune, but she, she wasn't terrible. I was actually like, okay, she's she's holding her own here. Um, but you want to talk about terrible Avahangar, who, wow, what was that person? The makeup was wild, the wig was not good for her face, and the look ew. I literally, as she was going through her bit, I was like, I feel like this isn't the last time I'm gonna see you lip sync this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no um um and i have to I ask like, mm. now speaking of the shirtless men were they there for story or as props like did did this help propel our story of Rafaela, or are they really j- there to just like listen don't ask candy? questions okay don't either way thank listen. you thank yeah you. exactly <laughs> next up we're getting a disco moment from larish again terrible wig um it does not even fit it's, the shape of her head it literally looks like it is like under these stage lights it looks like it is quite literally like reading radio waves yeah it is um, just so bad and it didn't help that she is looking like a gold disco ball um and it's just like shining everywhere you know what i um, wonder yeah particularly with these musical wigs do you think they were given these were the wigs they were given oh fully absolutely they had to so, have been. Oh, that's they had bad. to have been. That's so rude. That's so. Um, oh. So her verse is about Rafaela's lover, and Rafaela, uh, she got around. This thing was active. Yeah. Um, Divinity, Divinity is up next, and I'm sorry, the bitch looks like Cynthia Lee Fontaine. <laughs> I, the. I I love you, Cynthia. Uh, she coming for your gig. I there's I don't know. Maybe it was just divinity, but it, it's happened with a few girls on this show. It's like the combination of whatever makeup they're all using with the lights and the cameras has not made a single one of them look flattering in a yeah. close up ever. They yeah. all just look so like 
fried. And they, they they have, we close. have to think this is Mac Cosmetics. Uh, I get, yeah, that would make sense. But can we get them like a setting spray? Yeah. Um, anyway, Divinity's paint. I don't know what was happening with her eyes, but it was very bizarre. Maybe, maybe it was a, a Raffaella thing. But I was like, your eyeliner is is like yes. lines. Um, so her lyrics are about the superstitions that Raffaella had, including how her blonde bob brings good luck and spaghetti with tuna brings luck. I quit. She has, she has Help me. They said that she wouldn't let people wear purple. I was like, well, I guess I wouldn't work with her. That's my favorite color. Spaghetti with tuna! Uh, I feel like I've heard weird, weirder things. Rigatoni, have you ever had spaghetti with tuna? Is that an Italian thing? I'm not Rigatoni, I'm Scout. I know. I'm, we're asking Rigatoni. <laughs> we're going to call her out again. <laughs> Jesus. You've had, you've had pasta with seafood before, have you not? No, I hate what? seafood. I hate uh, seafood. Uh, no, uh, no. All I when I hear tuna, I think of canned tuna, and that's probably what the bitch was putting in her spaghetti. No, ew, gross. Uh, Laquisha is here, and she is just forced on the boys. Like, meanwhile, with the wig and the way too short dress, Electra proves that she just is a tall boy in a dress. Those panties kept showing. Electra, very much. After having watched three episodes of this show, very much gives me like she's body confident, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. She's very like all about her own body. I just think that she like like I think when she watches this, she's probably going to have like a different perspective of herself and be like, oh, I see how I'm dressing myself. And I see like the different i have another note about her when we get, talk about the runways yeah um but i think that she, she knows what she looks like and she looks fucking good but oh, yeah i think that watching this she's probably going to be like oh i mm-hmm. see Rita count is last and certainly not least i'm sorry why don't we just cancel the season and give her the crown she's exceptional she may not have the best voice but she's so entertaining to watch oh i couldn't take my eyes off her now, when all the girls Which are on stage together... Which is tough because I had to read the, sub, the fucking subtitles. Oh, I know. Uh, when all the girls are on stage together, it really was just a battle of the bobs. Um, we've already decided the worst bob was absolutely from Larish. Yeah, no, it was bad. Um, was then, like out of... Full-on, like... like uh, that's not even, like, good plastic that they made yeah. that wig out of. Then we get this musical interlude where they just showcase the boys dancing, like flipping and, and somersaults. And I'm like, I'll take seconds. Is it the pit crew? Sure. Is it know. the same boys? Are they working overtime? How many hours now, are they putting in? I got one question. Obviously, you and I really don't know um, Raffaella that well. Were these looks... Raffaella inspired or these looks literally their dance looks that they had to bring with them for a dance challenge i don't know i i think there's no cohesion i i wonder if maybe they said like a dance look inspired by blah 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 but then like no other kind of direction so it could have been like any sort of dance like they could have been like oh i'm gonna reference this look of hers but make it danceable versus like i'm gonna find a dancey look of hers kind of thing um, I 
I thought overall they looked. If the show was so like hell bent on it being this like big celebration or whatever of this like person, I think that visually I probably would have invested a little more money into like oh, the, what everyone was going to see. However, the song, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it said. Like it's in Italian, but it was fucking catchy. I was like the whole time just like, yeah. I, was, I was so good. Are you ready for my hot take? What's your hot take? I think this was one of the better musicals in franchise history. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was I'd like, agree. I was I'd expecting a total nightmare. It wasn't that bad. Like, it was actually pretty good. I mean, also, coming off of Canada's Drag Race 2 as the last musical we just saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. anything is going to be better than that. Um, and I think that's specifically the reason that I have the critique of being like, I wish that the producers had given, had put more money into like what the queens would have looked like because it would have really brought the visual aspect of what this musical was up to like the same level as everything else because like yeah. they all performed really well. They all like, they all looked like they were having fun. Like you could tell like the maybe this was, was not, they, like they may have had an extra day to rehearse and get this thing together. <clears throat> Yeah, um, so, like so for me, much... this very much felt like Maxi Mother musical on the first season of Drag Race Holland, where again, didn't really know what's going on, but I was like, this is cohesive, this is looking yeah. good. So I was but, here yeah, for it. It was very well done. All right, runway time. Category is which kata are you? And in honor of the runway, we are going to play Raphael Ya or Raphael Na. So Yarna, yeah. that's what we're going to do. Yeah. All right, Farida Kant, look by Farida and La Donand, yeah. Yeah. Hair by Wigs yeah. FX. Um, drink every time I say Farida Kant deserves a crown. I get uh, it. We can't have an envy or Carmen moment again. We, we, we can't have a dominating performance. We need good TV, but this bitch is incredible. Maybe oh the talent is, isn't as there with everybody else. She is a standout. This look is drag. It looks like the Raffaella um, in, that she is knocking off here, but she made it a big drag version. It kind of also reminded me of a of a Lady Gaga in styling and boldness. Like the wig, th this was fully reminiscent of her signature hair. I was here for it. She looked. I literally. She walked out, and I was like, "Oh fuck! Oh yeah, no, you. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's like so good." But um, I literally, I was, oh, I was like, kind of upset for her because I was like, "Damn, I wish that like the only thing I wish for this look was that it was it like was practical for that wig to have been human." Because, like, the plastic, like, it's very much, like, it's a plastic wig. It is what it is. Like, I get, like, you know, that's, like, what you have. Mm -hmm. That's what drag queens wear. But I'm, like, it was, that whole thing was styled so well. And especially for having already seen seven plus blonde <laughs> bobs, right, for me to be, like, oh, that looks so good. Oh, she looks so good. It was so well. Incredible. Vladimir likes a self-sufficient queen, and she showed that. She calls the costume incredible. Tomaso says she is great at everything she does, including dancing, sewing, singing. It makes her a bit of a bitch knowing that she's so good, so she gives off a bitchy attitude. He wants her to play around with it and throw in some smiles that are still bitchy. What? So I think it's hilarious that you said, like, I get it, we can't have, like, an Envy or Carmen moment or whatever. I was like, so no, we're not getting that as far as, like, challenge wins-wise, but they're literally sitting here on the runway being like... So baby, we know you're really good at this and we know you're doing really well. And you know that we're going to like, 
you know we're gonna like treat you right but like here's how to like make it look really good for the cameras and the other girls like here's right. here's how to like put you just pull this in a little bit push this out you know just like they're literally sitting there coaching her on how to like be the like most cunt she can be mm-hmm. it's very much like they're just like getting her in line they're like oh you're just a little off course here baby we're gonna put you there you go right there there the crown's that way <laughs> Kiara says that she is great, but she needs to get messier still. She wants her to have even more fun. Nick says she was fabulous and a pop star, and he wants her to be, and I quote, more drag. Are we watching the same show? What do you want did this he, bitch to do? Did more he look drag? at the other people on the stage? Like, I, I don't know. And then Priscilla says the runway was flawless. She gives her a piece of advice. There's a thin line between confidence and arrogance. They appreciate the self-confidence, but not the arrogance. And I'm like, what's happening? See, this is literally them just being like, this is them coaching her on just being like, here's how to like sell it the way that people really want to see it. And that the Mm -hmm. way that we can, you know, it's like, they're literally just like, we're not giving you challenge wins, but we're giving you literally everything else you need. Like if I was her, I'd be very comfortable. Absolutely. Um, it's a Raphael yaw. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The audience, 100%. Thank you. Uh, oh, y'all are. Electrobionic. Oh, look by Fibre Torino. I like this and how she wears it. It does fit her body very well and complements her height. The gold is a great color and the belt really elongates her. Uh, the blonde bob is fashion on Electra because it's just cut right. Oh, and then the bang reveal. I was like, ah, that's funny. Um, is it a bit simple? completely i um i i think yeah it is a little simple but i do think that draping fabric like that can go very wrong absolutely very quickly especially with especially with people who will make a draped outfit that looks incredible on the dress form and incredible on them standing in the room and then they start walking on a runway and the way it moves you're like oh no no no, no. like it mm-hmm. was very well done um yeah, I think so I, I mentioned this earlier about like just the way that like she's going to see herself on TV they commented that the way the height of her boots was perfect for the outfit and everything and I was like well yes it was perfect for the outfit because I think the outfit was almost like a little too big for her mm-hmm. um, so like the boots had to be smaller when they, sh- they showed this like f- far shot of her her the way the proportions of those tiny little boots that are supposed to look like these, like, I don't even knee high like boots, I think they made her look like she had the tiniest, littlest, ittiest, bittiest legs yeah. of any drag queen ever. And it was like this giant man above it all. And I was like, this, this is what I very much mean. Like when she sees herself on TV, I think she's going to be like, okay, I like pull yeah. this up here a little bit more. I pull that out a little more and it's going to like, She's right there. She knows how to stop. Absolutely. Really good. Vladimir says she's obviously beautiful and consistent. She gave a good performance. Tommaso says that she had one of the looks that most resembled Kata. In the musical, she was good, but relaxed. Kiara says that she says she thought as long as I can be electrobionic, I'll be happy. So it's obvious she's enjoying performing and showing off. She makes her jealous. And also, if she wore those boots, she'd look like a Christmas elf. Nick says it's a very different look, but it's done well. He said the proportions are right. And Priscilla says her runway was good. And in the musical, she gave a captivating smile. Her advice is to try to not always use her sensuality. Um, 
I'm just now remembering that she's the one who did quite literally the like most nonchalant bang piece reveal I've ever seen. And which was funny because I then rewound it to watch it again. And very specifically because I was watching it, noticed that the bang piece did not come with the wig. It was not the same color. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> Overall, I will give it a Raphael Yah. Yeah, yeah. The audience, 87 Raphael Yah, 13% Raphael Nah. Next up, Lakeisha Labamba. Look by Lakeisha Hair by Wella Hair. We have seen a look like this on the show before. It's not new, but I think this was a unique way to express this particular runway without being a complete recreation. I do wish she didn't have to hold it because it did ruin the illusion. Mm-hmm. I think it is well created as a pop art piece. <laughs> so she there was a shot where she was holding it and mm-hmm. it was while she was saying uh like the reason that i wanted to make this piece out of cardboard or whatever and i literally finished the sentence and i was like because it's cheap and you had a lot of outfits to make and this was Correct. a smart idea and did Correct. not cost you a lot of money <laughs> that was it. absolutely but she looks good yeah i think, I think like, so for what it is like i think when she turned around and I saw the back, I was like, I kind of wish that was a little more cleaned up. Sure. But like, I I would also look like that because I just don't think about those details. <laughs> Vladimir says she reminds her of Inat Marcato, who was amazing transformations. It's a little bit Moschino too. And she calls her very funny and very pleasant. Tommaso says it's the first time they saw her and she finally found herself. Kiara says she saw her energy in the Rusical. She was alive and participated as one of the funny ones. She says the runway was very smart. Nick says he loves her because she's camp and Priscilla calls her expensive. I thought the concept was cool here. I will give it a Raphael Yah. Yeah. Audience, 60% Raphael Yah, 40% Raphael Nah. Next up is Divinity. Look by Jan Ineski, Jules by Jorge de Glamar. Deja vu. Um, so she's got the same look uh, as Farida, but Farida is what you purchase and Divinity, Divinity is what you receive. Um, yes, this was closer to the original and that's okay, but Farida did it better. This has been the most beautiful Divinity, Divinity has looked, but what her, what set her apart was the double wig reveal. I saw it coming in, yet it was oh, so shocking. It was so, it was so funny. It was so, it was so well done too. Um, yeah. I will say, I feel, so normally... When, the, when there are two people in the same look, I like usually feel bad for like whoever didn't do it as well, right? Because yeah. you know they were backstage and they were like, oh shit. I feel particularly bad for Divinity because this look, had I not seen Farida's, this look, I would have been like, this is gorgeous. This is really well yep. made. This is really good. And she probably thought the same thing when she tried that on when she was getting ready. She was like, oh, this looks so good. It's so well made. And it's very like, it's good drag. It is like, and then she saw Farida getting ready backstage and she was like, fuck! Correct. She was just like, no! Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like it's just like extra, extra painful when it on its own is like very good drag. Very, very, Absolutely. Like, it looks really great, but then gets shut down. Vladimir says she has one of the most important qualities for a drag queen. She had the right amount of humor and he knew how to add it into her performance. Tommaso says she can't dance, she can't sing, but did that didn't stop her in the performance. He says that there is a look that is similar to hers, and hers is not as fitted, but it reminds him of Raffaella. 
Kiara says she made her feel Kara completely. Nick says she is a star. What she did on that stage is what he wants to see. The only technical note was the zipper in the back. Hide it or cover it in blue. And Priscilla says that she gave her a moment of joy and happiness. She was present. Raphael Yaw for me. Raphael Yaw. I think the critique she got, I was kind of a little surprised by. I was like, oh, she didn't really... I didn't, but I mean, I also just like, again, I don't know what they're all saying any, at any mm-hmm. given time. So maybe I missed something. The audience, 70% Raphael, yeah, 30% Raphael, nah. Larice, okay. I don't think I've ever been so wrong on a contestant in Drag Race history. I went in thinking this bitch could win and she is proving to me that I was highly overrating her. Uh, the first look was with this bright spring colors was cute. Nothing special. But then when she re- did the reveal into what she did, mm. as they say, the reveal has to be better. And this was fucking horrid. It was I a should... see-through black sweater with jewel butterfly. What an underwhelming reveal. What I an underwhelming runway. I should not be left thinking, oh, I wish you hadn't taken that off. Yeah, absolutely. It was, yeah. I don't know. She's there. I think it's like, it's that level of drag where I'm sure she's very comfortable in whatever lane of drag that she does sure. at home and whatnot. And this probably is nicer drag than most people around her have. Fully. But it's just like, like she looked good last week after she took that ugly fucking <laughs> runway off, right? Like if that had been her yeah. runway for some, I kind of would have been like, oh, wow, that's really good. But this was just like, even if it had just been the rainbow dress, I would have been like, hmm. yeah. yeah. Vladimir didn't know if it was Liza Minnelli or Kata. She tells her to modify the makeup based on the person she has to play. I kept looking at her and I was like, oh, oh I, 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 I can yeah. see Liza Minnelli if you put a black bob on. So I get it. Yeah. Um, Tommaso says they know that the reveal was her ace in the hole as she did it last week in the lip sync. He tells her to focus on the dress that works without the need to surprise. Kiara says the first dress was in line for Raffaella on the game show. She wishes she was a bit more welcoming and warmer. Nick says that both looks were removed from the originals. And if you do a reveal, the second look has to be better. He wanted more jewels. And Priscilla says that she is relying on her reveals. It's giving very much. I had one runway left and didn't have any money left and have these two outfits and they are I can slant them to the theme. So here we are. (laughs) Uh, This was an absolutely 100% Raphael. Nah. Yeah, nah. Sorry. The audience, 17% Raphael. Yeah, 83% Raphael. Who said yes? I don't know. You're a liar. Next up, Avahangar. I think of all the runways so far, this was going to be the most challenging look for her. Yes, she took a risk and you have to commend her for that. But this is, but for what she presented, this was mediocre at best. Um, the look like looked looked like something she was trying to be like an 80s rocker for Halloween. The black leather jacket with the silver stone shoulders felt so costumey to me. And Ava was out of her element, and it's a shame because she really is an interesting character. I it's got a lot of like elements to it that are objectively can be fun in drag. Yeah. There's fringe, there's stones, there's pants, right? Like like objectively if it's styled well and like put together well it can be done very well she i don't think has as much 
taste and style as that would require and right. just it's i understand what she's trying to do yeah. i guess she has taste and style when it comes to her genre when it comes to her she own does, yeah yeah no, i agree um vladimir laughs and says there is no blonde there it is platinum blonde but really white um, white she also likes the collar because it helps drag queens to cover adam's apple which is a critique that scout really Felt. I have such a big Adam's apple. I know it's you like do. very unfortunate in drag. I really do. Um, like I literally have chokers that I can't wear for too long because, like, as I talk, they literally It'll like choke you. Giant Adam's apple rubs <laughs> against them, and it hurts. It's Tommaso's, a very, it's a problem. Yeah, Tomaso says, "Be careful of the leotard, as it may come off as cheap." In the musical, she shared the stage with Enorma, and Enorma stole the show a bit. Kiara says she's always expensive. No matter what she does, it's in her style. In terms of her runway, it is um, she is a live cat. Nick says choosing Black Cat is cool because it's a cool song, but he wanted her to go bigger. The boots needed to be higher. Priscilla calls her a truck driver. She said there were awkward moments in the musical, and her expression was too masculine and angry. Put a pin in that one. We're going to get back to that soon. Yikes. Um, this didn't work for me. It is a Raphael nah. Yeah. I have those gold spandex Amazon leggings. I own those. Like, mm-hmm. I, this, I like the bolero. We're not there like yet. We're on Ava still. Oh, I thought you we were, ta- we were talking about. I thought you no, moved not. on. Oh. No, I, you need to give me your Raphael uh, Yara. Oh, no. Nah. Nah. Okay, nah. the audience audience was 52% Ra- uh, Raphael Ya and 48% Raphael Nah. I don't know. So, okay. The um, picture I'm looking at on Instagram has the two of them next to each other. And I was just staring at the white wigs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now we're on Enorma Jean. Uh, yeah, like okay. That. This was a moment that my eyes would like to have back. She's wearing a gold lame catsuit with a stone cardigan over top. And somehow this was drag race runway ready. No, ma'am. Sure. This could be an iconic look for Raffaella, but where's the drag? This is so pedestrian and mediocre. And it's, now knowing what you just said, I'm sorry. I just called you pedestrian mediocre scouts honor. Oh, I, I am. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, No, no, no. It's a lot of hand-me-down drag. It's a lot of, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. One day. Uh, well, <laughs> slowly. Slowly but surely. Uh, I, this, I, I think this wig probably has like three layers of wefts in it. And that's about it. Uh, that I like the jacket that just like adds a jacket like I want it like I don't yeah. not because I want it to like wear on the runway of drag race I just like the, the jacket uh, this gold was unforgivable that fabric there's very few reasons you should be wearing that fabric on like just that fabric on the main stage of drag race and like i think one of the only acceptable ones is it was put in a box that you had to use yeah <laughs> nobody forced you to wear that girl <laughs> vladimir appreciates the bolero as a paid tribute to international nature of Raffaella. Tommaso says it looks it took until this episode to see her in a wig that wasn't gray and it doesn't look bad kiara calls her the whole party she says it's going to be harder as she moves forward nick says that she isn't is gray right nick says she is camp and funny and likes that she is older and i was like what the fuck does that mean and finally priscilla says she has a great voice and is a real high caliber vocal performer she wants to see less grand dame and ormagine and more drag time to start exaggerating they 
the two people that they've called quote unquote camp are the bearded girl and the old girl. <laughs> Correct. Um, this is a Raphael nah, not gonna work. Nah. The audience agrees 20% Raphael yeah, 80% Raphael nah. So Tiziano Rufero is back on the screen because he must have a lot of money and he just wants to get on this show. This he's man wearing pole. Yeah, he's wearing a sparkly blazer. Studio, I don't know what it is. And he's already told them, I'm judging the future. And before he goes, he thanks them for what they do and puts on glasses as that's the drag he wore in the music video. Um, yeah, so I guess if you have to be from Italy to really get this whole moment, but lost on me. This week, Priscilla has decided to call Divinity, Laquisha, Ava, and Larish forward as they are the tops and bottoms, leaving Electra, okay. Farida, and Norma as safe. I fully disagree. Farida was robbed. I, what is happening? Robbed. Like what? What is happening? It, it, which I guess it's very much in the vein of like, uh, I we've already kind of been like, oh, they're just basically giving her the like, you know, oh yeah, it's okay. You're gonna like, we'll get you, we'll get you, blah blah blah. But like, so I'm sure that she was still kind of like, yeah, all right, whatever. Like, I wasn't, you know, safe low. But like, yeah, I would have at least like told her. I would have pointed out the fact that like everyone else was in drag and she was in drag. You know, like capital uh, D. All right, so we're gonna go to Untucked Junior. Um, friends, this is what I would like to compare to like the early seasons of Untucked, where the drama was real. This was unleashed and out of control and i lived for every single moment of it it was a lot ava is pissed and farida is going to make sure they all know that she says she's got a dark dress and a dark soul as she is staring at a bottle of champagne as if it were a fucking knife ava is pit mad that they didn't tell her that she seems masculine and explore her feminine side but instead called her a truck driver I'm not sure what the exact word for truck driver is in Italian, but I'm pretty sure it sounded like communista. That is the thing that I observed. I, I did not observe that, but oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ava is now going to call out their knowledge about what drag is. There's a lot of bleeping. She says this is a queer perspective on drag, not one from the 1980s. She says their comments were because of a lack of education of what queer art in Italy is and the rest of the world. She's not wrong, but if my listeners are to say, um, um, yeah, they, they agree with Priscilla, um, you're not wrong. But Pris Priscilla was right. Uh, you, you, you looked kind of truck drivery. Now, Larish is not pissed. She's annoyed. She says there's a difference. She doesn't feel like she's the worst of the week, but she might be. Farida tells her that she doesn't know yet, and she's among the best and the worst. And Larish is mad that they said they were tired of her reveals on stage and they want to see something else. Meanwhile, Laquisha tells her not to focus on reveals, and Farida reminds her that if she's going to change looks, the outfit underneath has to be more beautiful. Okay, fine. In the latest edition of If I'm Not Gonna Win, I'm Giving Up, Larish says if she can't give them what they want, then she is ending it here. I'm not gonna lip sync. I'm handing over the way in. I was like, but we just watched that with uh, Kimura Moore. That's what this is. We, same plot device we're doing here, aren't we? They didn't know. It's true. It's true. 
Now, this is going to get electroheated and says that she needs to stand out on the stage and prove her worth. She asks her if she thinks she's worthy. Larissa says she knows she is, and Lecture goes off and tells her to show them. She then starts calling out other people who are at risk to lip sync, saying that some don't know how to sing, people who sing but can't dance, and somehow a Norma, who I want to remind you all is safe, is like, I was lifted up like an elevator, and the next oldest person is 36. Larissa's like, good for you, and this part of the fight is absolutely completely unnecessary and ridiculous. This is when things go off the rail unhinged. Yeah. Um, I want to say, at least just like for myself, uh, I would love to have a moment if I was ever on Drag Race and someone was having like quite literally like the worst moment of their life thinking they were about to lip sync and like were in the bottom and everything. And I knew I was like safe. That is quite literally the moment that I would start being like, oh, I just, I'm giving them everything I can and I'm only safe. Oh, I would love to just like lay it on while someone else is breaking down. Now, Farida is like, okay, why are you talking, Norma? You were saved over a golden onesie. And I was like, that's it. That's the read. That's it. There you go. Um, Norma now says she's... Norma says she's ashamed to be a queen and Farida mocks her. So Norma asks her if she knows what shame is. She says, sewing her dress in the evening while you're in the competition, that's shame. Farida's like, first off, I was beating. Second, you're grasping at straws and attacking my outfit. She calls her trash and sees a terrible queen next to her. She's on Drag Race with someone who dresses like that. Farida grabs another bottle of bubbly and she's like, I'm cocky and I worked my ass off to be here. The fight is now devolving into ageist attacks about getting to that age and not being able to sing and dance. And in line of the episode, Farida says she is a queen and they should all bow down to her. At least she knows the truth. Right. I told you she knows. And apparently a Norma... Yeah, Anorma just talking pisses people off. So Laquisha hops in and says that Anorma is cocky for defending her look. And Anorma is like, how you're dressed? Anorma attacks her for wearing a look that they've seen on RuPaul's Drag Race. And she did it badly. But Frida's like, at least it's original. And she did it herself. Frida's like, blame the judges for the critiques. But Anorma's like, I'm the first to attack the others. Now, Ava, who's been quietly... sulking in the corner ready to kill is back into the fight and is essentially calling a norma immature and norma says if she has to be cocky there won't be room for anyone else she says talent is seen and when you have to brag she feels sorry for you Uh, all of a sudden out of nowhere we get an alert on the bottom of our screen that didn't say it but i had to go to google to translate it it says soon the discussion between the queens will have a really unforeseen ending one, what, two, why, three, what the fuck is happening? I, d- RuPaul wishes that this would happen in her workroom. Ava storms off. Laquisha yells at Enorma that she has never studied anything and it shows. And Enorma responds with, go fuck yourself. And this is where we're going to end this version of um, this Untucked because it's not over yet. We're going to get more, but we need to move on to the results. The heat has settled, and the queens are back on stage to find out the results. Somehow, out of fucking nowhere, Divinity wins the challenge. Can, please That's tell the me. the worst version of the only repeated look win the challenge. 
I, I, I can't, I don't understand it. I can't imagine it. If I were Farida, I'd be like, why? Can, can, why? They must why? have already told Farida she's going to win the whole thing. Yeah. Laquisha will be safe, leaving Ava and Larish as the bottom two. Before the lip sync, be- lip sync begins, Larish speaks up and says she told them in the workroom that if she were up for elimination, she wouldn't do it. But out of respect for the girls and the judges, she will in fact lip sync. Ava gets her first, her fist in the air because she's excited to lose. Uh, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, let's do it. Um, so the song is Rafael Cata's Fiesta, the Spanish version. Spanish version. Listen, I know Spanish and Italian are similar, and they probably know the song, but like making them lip sync in another language is always just so cruel. It I looks was like, like there's a lot of chaos. And the I had the English subtitles on too. So it's Italian drag queens lip syncing an Italian singer's the Spanish version of an Italian singer's song with English lip sync or subtitles on. There's a lot going on. Yeah, it reminded me of Jinx and G- Detox. <laughs> um, listen, they both brought a lot of energy and amounts of fun. This is clearly a party song that makes you want to move. I love that Larice was like, I'm still giving you a reveal, and this time it's going to be a fan. Uh, Larice really redeemed herself while Ava looks like your drunk uncle at a wedding who found a wig, jumped on the dance floor, and was literally like, I'm going to dance while no one else is dancing. Yeah, well, she was giving it. And then Larice totally destroyed her heels. They were done. They were. <laughs> like, went through a trash compactor. Like, those things were bent, broken, busted. Oh, my God. When they did the close, like, close shot of them, I was like, girl, what? Now, in yet another decision to choose chaos, Priscilla tells us some proverbs of Raffaella and is like, this was a celebration and a party. They started saying this, and I was like, again? No one's going home. You're both safe. Three episodes, Again? one queen has been eliminated. Help me make sense of this. There are three episodes to go. More than half the cast is still there. How do we get to a final three? In the first three episodes of this series' existence, there have been two double saves. Like, it's insane. It took like how many? It took what six seasons of Drag Race to have that in the U.S. Yeah, I just three episodes. I I, I don't know what's happening. But I can't look away because it's so crazy. And I, I want to know how this will impact future shows. It's got to have some impact somewhere. RuPaul's going to be hosting season two of this one. <laughs> no, just like, is Ru watching this or is Ru have like five interns watching it and reporting back? Like, what is Ru going is... to learn out of this? I don't know. That's, what was well, the last thing Ru ever learned? See. I got some burning questions to wrap up the podcast. Are you ready? Ah, um, I guess the question is, what is Raffaella's legacy? <laughs> um, a double Shantae. Oh. Um, so in the previews, we are going to see that someone is going to get reprimanded for, by Priscilla for misconduct. What did what and who did who and what is going to be the result in this? Um, Willem slept with someone. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, I'm not going to speak on it. I obviously know what happens. I saw the episode already. Uh, Scout, we're in for a fun fucking episode. It's good TV. I haven't seen it yet, but I, uh, 
I'm very excited to watch. Finally, after three episodes, the winner is Brita Kant. I, I agree. My, like my answer's not changing. She's I incredible. don't think there's anything she could do at this point. She could literally have like the worst snatch game ever. Yeah. And I would literally be like, yeah, she's still gonna win. It's it's a doozy. Well, Scout, um, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you got coming up that don't get canceled because uh, you have COVID? <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram and Venmo at Scout Sonner. Uh, maybe I'll think of a funny, funny way to say my my handle by the what, we have three more episodes, right? <laughs> yeah, you'll get there. You'll get there. Um, but yeah, no, uh, no special projects right now. Just trying to, you know, get through the end of the year here. Just trying to get out of isolation next week. It's uh, just the basics right now. <laughs> You're living the dream. Well, Scout, it is always a pleasure chatting with you. Thanks for being uh, here. Thanks for having me. A huge thanks to Scout's Honor for chatting. Subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And leave us a review while you're there. And make sure you engage with me on social media and tell me your favorite episode so far. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. <laughs> <laughs>